Welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. We paid off $60,000 in debt in six months. Yes, you heard that right. <laughs> and we are going to share the challenges of that and the major change that that made for us in this episode and give you ideas of how to pay off your debt. Hello. Hi. Hope you guys We're are doing... Back. We're back. Yes. yes. I hope you guys are doing well. And today... We are going to talk about how we got out of $60,000. I'm not going to figure out what that is in pounds right now, but $60,000 in debt. And we got out of it completely and paid it off completely in six months. Yeah, that was crazy. I still can't believe that we did that. Yeah. Uh, this was about, whoo, how many years ago? <laughs> oh, it was a while oh, ago. Seven years ago? Seven years ago. Somewhere around there. So That's more crazy. more recent times. This wasn't something we did like 20 years ago. Um, still would be a relevant story if we had. But yeah. So we thought um, we would share with you because we want it. To, we want to be open about it. Um, yeah. And definitely. hope that it helps someone. Regardless, you could be I don't know a thousand dollars in debt, mm. or you could be four hundred thousand dollars in debt. Either way, this method that we learned about and that we chose to do really works it's been proven over and over again and so we thought we would share it with you but also share part of our story and like how it felt to be in that debt yeah i mean this is yeah this is a huge reason uh yeah just getting through that um is just a huge part of uh, yeah our journey and just learning so much through that process um yeah and so we're just excited to share that with you yeah so the first part of the story is we had been in debt for a while and just were doing i mean in all honesty we were just doing the yeah. minimum payments and i think i think too i think that's something i don't know i guess we some people have always told us like certain debt is okay debt it's good debt mm -hmm. you know and so i think in some ways we bought into some of that stuff we totally did um i mean you guys yeah. as newlyweds we've been married a year we bought a brand new house and a brand new car in the same weekend. It's so smart, right? That was not, <laughs> no. and it's not like we had the funds to do yeah. that. So <laughs> learn from us, learn from our mistakes. Hopefully yeah. you can hear this. So and maybe, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really the heart behind this is like, we just wanted to kind of share our story with it because hopefully it helps you if you're in this place or whatever. Or helps prevent. Helps, yeah, place, helps yeah. prevent or helps you in this place to just encourage you to, to make that step mm -hmm. that you don't feel like you will never get out of it. So I feel like everyone, if you are in debt, you may be feeling there's just a weight that it carries. Mm. Um, regardless if you think you're thinking about it 24-7, it's in the back of your mind like, oh, we have that money. If something happens, if I were to lose my job or those kinds of things, and many of us have faced a lot of major changes financially in the past year, so this might be really real for some of you. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. That there's that fear, like how would I pay that stuff? Um, it's the fear of like, I know I'm currently putting this thing that I'm purchasing on credit card, but... 
it's okay. I'll pay it off later. And then it doesn't happen. Yeah, something happens. Yeah. Um, for us, the eye, so I feel like everyone kind of has an eye awakening, a, a moment. They're like, oh, I need to do something about this. So for us, that meant um, that I was sitting down to have coffee with a teenager and she was really wanting to go to Haiti and like provide aid there and stuff like that, but she needed to raise funds. And she was telling me the amount she needed to raise. And it really, in the grand scheme of things, it was not that much money. Right, definitely. And I had to sit across from the table and say to her, I'm so sorry we can't help you because we had zero money to do anything like that with um we were living beyond our means we were in debt we um just had no we were scraping by we were very scraped. i mean when they say living paycheck to paycheck like that and and we owned our own businesses so paycheck to paycheck means something totally different when you have a business that doesn't always have the same paycheck every week yeah, every month definitely. um and i had to say no to her and i remember getting in the car and sitting there and realizing I should have been able to say yes. I should have been able on the spot to say, oh, well, totally. Can we just pay for the whole thing for you? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily should, but... I wanted it, to be able to But we wanted that. to. Yes, yes, that's probably the word I should yeah. be using. I don't think it's a should thing. I think it's more of like in our heart, in our desire, we want to be generous with the things that have been given to us. And we couldn't do that at that mm -mm. time. We just couldn't. Exactly. And so that for me was an, uh, you know, a wake up moment to then I went home to Pat and said, here's the situation. We can't currently give this. I want to, how do we get to the point that we can? Um, and that sent us down this trail of yeah. <clears throat> lots of hard work and yeah. lots of lots and lots of hard work <laughs> and crazy schedules and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So again, I'm going to say again, we were $60,000 in debt. So <laughs> It's so weird to say that number. It's so crazy. I mean, oh, some people, again, you might be way in more debt than that. Yeah, and so I we mean, get it. But for us, that was a huge number in the car. And the, for us, and that the, was huge. Yeah. Yeah. Because we owned our own business. I mean, there were just lots of things that that was a big number for us. Mm -hmm. um, and so for us, the first step in figuring out how on earth to do this was like, it just felt like I don't. I mean, frankly, both of us were, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, we, I mean, we really had no clue what, how to even take that first step mm -hmm. other than like, okay, how are we going to make more money than we already are making to pay this all? Like, we just, yeah, because I mean, we, we had just had no idea. Exactly. <laughs> no idea. So at the time, um, we did some research and we fell upon Dave Ramsey. Um, and so, I know if you, some of you have maybe never heard of him before. Some of you have heard of him. Like, oh, I don't agree with him. But just like hear us out on this because his method for us worked so well. Mm. Um, there is something called Financial Peace University. Um, mm. We did not actually go through that. I just, I can't remember which book I read of his. I think it was something obviously about being debt free. Um, but there's so many resources online. Um, and I think for a while they were offering that course like at a pretty low, I would recommend going through the course if you can, but I also realized that, that it, it costs money too. Um, so look it up. But we did the Dave Ramsey, um, what is called the baby steps. And so there, you can look that up too. We'll link it in this episode notes. Um, I can't remember exactly how many steps there are, but the first two are the ones we're going to focus on because that is the paying off your debt part. And then after that, you start like building up savings and, and those kind of things. Yeah. Um, so the idea is that you first, you put $1,000 in an emergency fund. 
And there's some crazy figure that I'm not going to be able to quote exactly the figure, but I want to say it's almost 80%, if not higher, of people do not have $1,000 in emergency savings. Equivalent, it's probably the same in the UK and wherever you're from as far as like how much having and saving. So like if something, mm. this came up for us again and again, especially with, oh, I don't miss having a car, but cars. Yeah. Or when we owned our house, like, I mean, just it was, you know, something went wrong or something wasn't quite right and it needed to be fixed like yeah it just there was always something that just felt like could be on the verge exactly and it was like oh great now we have this 300 expense that we need to fix something on the car yeah. or we can't drive it um and those kind of things and so so that fund was to that exactly and was- and and when it says emergency, it means emergency. It doesn't mean emergency like, yeah. oh, we want to eat dinner out tonight. Let's pull from that. That's not an emergency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emergency is like we really haven't thought through yeah. this or saved for this. And then the idea was so you you build that $1,000 up. And then if you have to pull from it for any reason that you stop everything else and you go back and mm-hmm. refill that $1,000. Yep. Um, so that is where we started. And then the second step, and we'll go a little bit into how like we did that. The second step is that you pay off all your debt except for your house. So if you have a mortgage, that does not include your mortgage. It includes, you know, school loans, car loans, um, uh, credit card, like any anything like that. Mm-hmm. Everything except for your mortgage. Um, and we did this. Does that include like business loans too? If you got like a business yes, loan? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, I mean, remember. yeah, you could apply this to your business as well. Yeah, okay. That's um, and so, um, and you do it in like a debt snowball effect. And so we'll explain what that is mm-hmm. um, in a minute. But first, you're probably wondering like, okay, for us at least to even get to that first $1,000 of emergency savings, like how on earth do we come up with extra money? Because, you know, again, like we said, we had two businesses at the time um, that we had. And we had actually, at that time, I forgot too, we had a nonprofit as well. Yeah. That was still in the process. Um, getting our nonprofit the, the status. Yeah. It was caught in this horrible, this thing that had happened. It's and like a scandal. There was some something. scandal that know. had happened with nonprofits. And so our paperwork got caught up in that and was halted for, it was almost a year and a half. So we yeah. had started this thing and we were paying rent on a place that we thought we were going to get our nonprofit status pretty quickly. And and then would be able to get donors and like exactly. create the system of, yeah. So anyways, just, yeah. that's a whole nother story with that. But so some of that had also created extra debt um, because of that too. Um, so how did we, how did we get the first thousand? <laughs> well, the first I mean, was we had to make a budget. So well, yeah, obviously. So, and when some of you have probably just heard that and been like, Ugh, I don't yeah. want to do that, but we had to know what we were spending our money on. Yeah. We had to understand how, yeah, where our funds were going. So then we could evaluate, does that, those funds need to go there anymore? Does that, you know, like we cut back here? Yeah, there was just we had to understand where our money was going. And so this is not this. I mean, we tracked every single dollar. So we went back. If I remember right, we went back and we did. We tracked the the previous month, the past month. um, And we um, with that, we figure out where every dollar was spent. I mean, everything from, you know, obviously like housing expenses, electricity, all that stuff down to like eating out to how much groceries are costing to how much we were spending on clothes to gas all that stuff um and so that was the first thing and when we did that we did what is called a zero base budget which again Mm -hmm. is something dave ramsey recommends where you are um so after we knew what we were spending we came and looked at the month ahead and we said this is our income 
And then what can we spend? Now, what we found is we were spending more than what our income was, which made yeah. total sense of why we were in debt. <laughs> exactly. And that's not a zero-based budget. That's not a zero-based budget. <laughs> so when it means zero, it means at the bottom of your budget, it means you have zero left over at the end of the month. Now, when I say left over, it means some of that has gone into savings, hopefully, and things right. like that, or to pay off your debt. But it's the fact that every dollar is accounted for. Yep. And, um, and then you track that too. And you may, and there are so many apps, they're different in the UK than they are in the US. So I'm not going to recommend a ton right now, but there are so many different apps and a lot of banks provide it now where they actually have a way instead of we had to at the time, like physically go into like an Excel document mm-hmm. and do this. Um, but there are so many apps now that you can put in your budget for each thing. And then it will actually place those things. Or if it doesn't know what to do, you can do that. So it's easier now, I think to do that. Definitely. But then we needed extra income. Yeah. And so we had to really start to look at different opportunities and ways that we could bring in that extra income. Um, and so, you know, I think when you start to digest that and think about that, understand that it's really, it's really just something for a season, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not, if you really push into this, it's not going to be forever. Um, and understand that it's gonna it's just gonna take some time it's only gonna be a season um and so thinking of like different ways that you're gonna take in extra income realize that it's just for a season it's not lasting forever and so it and think of the freedom you'll have yeah think about the freedom you'll have but also just think that like okay if it's not something that you completely enjoy but you know it'll make you a little bit of money to get out of it like, again, it's just for a season. It's just to help you get to that point, to that top of that mountain, in a sense. It's not the time to be really picky, to be honest. It, exactly. And that's hard to say from two people who really believe that, like, you yeah. can do what you love and yeah. stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it, it's a time to just, how can you get income? Yeah. And so so for us at that time, okay, so if, if we had our own businesses, um, we're parents, and you know, we're, there's just so much thing that is grabbing our time. Like we really had to really look at where can we fit things in. Um, and so, um, I'll just tell you the things that I did. Um, and so, so for me growing up, um, I lived on a golf course and I ended up working for my dad on a golf course. So I would wake up super early in the morning and mow greens. And so as an adult, I was like, well, okay. So I know from, you know, a lot of work on golf courses is done super early in the morning. And that actually was a space of time that I knew if I got a part-time job, um, I could do that. I could I could make a little bit of extra money and do that and still be home to help out with kids and stuff like that. Um, and so I did. So I got a part-time job at a golf course. You got up at like 4 a.m. I would get up at super early in the morning and I would work from like, I think it was like 5 to noon every day, um, you know, for minimum wage, it wasn't a big deal, but again, it was an opportunity to bring in extra income. Um, you know, I did think about things that I might enjoy and I absolutely loved working on the, I, I would still do it today. Um, I absolutely love mowing greens, um, and being out on a golf course early in the morning and doing that kind of stuff. And so, um, so for me, it, it was actually a way for me to, um, again, make money to go against that income that we wanted to get rid of or that, that debt that we want to get rid of. 
Um, but also I kind of, I enjoyed it. So it wasn't a difficult thing to wake up early in the morning. Another thing I did is I, um, so I would, so this is part of my schedule. So I would wake up super early, work till lunchtime. I would drive home. I would eat a quick lunch and then I would jump in my car and drive about an hour, a little over an hour to a local university and I would do design work. So I would, I would work in the communications department for the rest of that day until about five o'clock. And then once that was over, I would drive home and then, you know, we would would, take over the kids. We would, I would take over the kids for a bit and then we would get all them and then we would get them in bed and then I would jump onto all of our business stuff and I would just try to, so it was this, it was a, it was a season that we knew that there was just going to be lots of things. And now that was my schedule. (laughs) That was just my schedule. Maya had her own schedule. Yes. So obviously we also, most of our kids at this time were not in school full time either. So um, preschool and that kind of time thing where maybe they ran from like nine to one during the day. Um, And we did not have childcare outside of that as well. Um, That was an expense that we couldn't afford. So we didn't have it. Um, So basically we, um, I, while Pat was doing all of that during the day, I had to find things that I could do at the same time that I was, you know, with our kids. So I, my work time basically was from nine to one. Um, And so from nine to one, I did three different things. So we, I had my photography business at the time. Um, A lot of my photography though, like the actual photographing part, was in the early late afternoon, early evening. So yeah, when Pat exactly. would get home, we would be like, hi, bye. He'd be in charge of the kids and I would go off to do the actual photographing part um, in those time frames. Um, but during that nine to one time, it would be some of that stuff that would be for the photography. I took on photography clients that like, necessarily maybe in normal times I would have said no to so I did do a lot of corporate things and stuff Mm -hmm. which again wasn't a thing that I loved but I realized it did bring in extra money and so I um, did take on those projects Mm -hmm. and then I took on two other things that I did some freelance writing projects um, where those I just kind of I don't know I'll be honest I don't know where they're advertised now but it's probably you know LinkedIn is now a thing it wasn't a thing there yeah then there's well, like different, it was a thing but it necessarily it wasn't, wasn't really that big yeah the type of thing it is now. exactly so. um you know there's so many different websites and stuff now that you can find projects or apply for things like that um and then I also sold makeup on the um sold makeup as well where I got commissions from that and that kind of thing and that was something I could do at home Um, and that kind of stuff. And it was flexible around the kids schedule. So I had to look where Pat had some more outside of the home. We realized for me, except for the photographing part, most of my stuff had to be at home so that I could be flexible with the kids Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. And it was a challenge that that is not to say that meant that like every day, you know, a kid could get sick. And then I wasn't able to work in that nine to one's time slot. Mm -hmm. And that so there were super big challenges in it too. And it did mean and we knew it was for a season again. So that's the important part. Yeah. It did mean we felt like passing chips often because we yeah. did. And it did mean there wasn't a lot of all of us together family time. We did right. make sure we like tried to make sure one day a week that we honored time. Mm-hmm. So at least we had, you know, if it was on a Saturday, maybe Pat went to mow the greens till noon, mm-hmm. but then he was home from noon and we would block out that time. Um, yeah. And that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I would even, I think I was even thinking too, as Maya, you were talking just like, yeah, I think from time to time i would take on like other like like landscaping jobs and just different things like that like if anybody needed help um with something and um you know they were willing to pay me a little bit of money with it like i would just if it worked if it made sense if it 
you know, in our schedule, I would try to take it. It just, yeah, I was just always like trying to be available as if I could. And some of that, uh, what you put out and you're honest with mm, does come back yeah, to you. Definitely. And so it is really hard to be honest to say, look, we're in a lot of debt and I need to make extra money. That is a hard thing to admit to other people because mm. it feels very private. It feels embarrassing. It feels all of those things because often a lot of, um, you know, I think we have assumptions that we look at other people's lifestyles and we think, oh, they're doing oh, great. Totally. Yeah. And I think in the United States, at least, I think if you're living on a typical like suburban block and there's 10 houses, seven out of the 10 are living beyond their means and are like one paycheck not happening away from being in bankruptcy. Um, is the numbers that and numbers may have changed yeah. could be even worse now actually yeah. but to keep that in mind so get to get over that embarrassment factor realizing like you're in the majority unfortunately of people yeah and so saying to close friends which is something we did this is something we're going to be doing this is what we're doing if you hear of any other and that's how i got some of my writing jobs and photography jobs yeah. and stuff yeah. like that too that were extra and above is putting that out there and saying we need extra money. Mm -hmm. If there's anything you hear of, I'm willing to do pretty much anything like paint houses, like whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. There are so many different things. There are so many opportunities that were not around when we were around. Like you can be an Uber or a Lyft driver. Oh yeah. That's true. Um, you can now, I don't know what the, what it is called in the States, but like you can like pick up people's like grow Instacart or something. You can pick up their groceries and deliver it and things like mm -hmm. there's so many different things like that yeah. now or that even are available. Like, even different websites and stuff that mm -hmm. you can like really put yourself out there, like design websites. Like Fiverr and, and, and those yeah, things. Yeah, there's so many that you things. can find unique ways. Even you know, even if it's within the industry that you're doing stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's just so many unique ways to do Exactly. That. So there are so many now there's even more ways out there. You can I think there's ways that you can um, yeah, that you can like even like review companies and get paid for. I mean, there's mm -hmm. there's so much. So it's it, it's doing some research, figuring out what fits best for you in your schedule. Yeah. Um, in it, and so then once we so then we have this extra income, and then yeah. well, we, I think too. I think we need. I think I don't know if you're going this to this direction, but I think, you know, when we stepped into that season. Like we were really open with the kids. Oh, like, that's true. I mean, they were pretty young, but still they we were, were pretty open. young. But we tried to like say, okay, this, you know, mommy and daddy are going to be working a lot, and we're going to be trying to do some. But we're doing it for this reason. We did tell them like you we know, made we, a mistake, and this is yeah. why. And we wanted them to kind of see um, and understand why we do what we were doing, what we were doing. And at that time, we didn't really even know well i guess early on we didn't know london was on the on the table no we had no um, about that but it and so it was more about being able to be yeah just debt free and being just available to again sit at a table with somebody and if they're needing money for something we could do that you know that kind of stuff like that's where we were at um and so for them to understand this is why we're doing it this is the heart behind it um that you know they were in in it with us as mm -hmm. well and i love the one thing that we did with our kids and i can't remember if, if we're talking about it but oh that we would get the pizza yeah that we would always get a pizza that um so whenever we would pay something off we would always get a pizza to celebrate that and it was to cheap celebrate pizza. It wasn't and it was like super, yeah pizza. <laughs> it wasn't like yeah we would go like gourmet or anything but it was just simple uh, you know Sometimes it was frozen ordering pizza, pizza and 
And when we and when we had the pizza, the kids understood. Oh my gosh, that means mommy and daddy paid something off. And so it was just yeah, it was really fun. Even after we had paid off all our debt, occasionally when we would get a pizza, the kids were like, "Oh, did we pay off something again?" And we're like, "No, we already finished that." Yeah. Like, <laughs> now we can Sorry get pizza, done. and we're not Sorry so done. you know. Um, so. so with that extra money, yes, the kids, it was important for the kids to understand some of that stuff. It was also important for us to, I mean, we had to say a lot of no's to friends. Mm. Um, so if friends are like, Hey, do you guys want to go out to eat? We'd be like, no. Or so, I mean, honestly, we went a lot of times and we just had water. And so it actually, we yeah, are, we true. actually are going to eat before, but we'll come and meet you out. So if we still wanted to be about that time, but yeah. it, it's really hard to do that. And so sometimes we'd say, actually, we can't go out to eat, but do you want to come to dinner at ours? Because it's so much cheaper to make dinner at mm-hmm. home or that kind of thing. Um, and so there are, you know, ways. There's definitely ways around, around it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And you just, and again, part of that is with your close friends, tell them what you're doing. Yeah, just be honest. So they yeah. understand. Um, so with that extra money, first we put that in. So we have the thousand dollars in savings. Yeah. But then after that, we tackled our debts. And again, we use the snowball method that you can look up from Dave Ramsey, where we went after um, our lowest amount that we had on on a debt so i think for us that was one of our credit cards um Mm -hmm. it was the lowest highest you know lowest amount that was actually on the credit card the lowest debt um and we obviously there's minimum payments that you're supposed to make so we made the minimum payment but anything extra extra that we had in our budget to put on the debt we put on top of the minimum payment Mm -hmm. um and so even there were times where we would not just make that monthly minimum payment but we would get even more extra and so we would make another payment during the month um, and what that does is when you're doing that, you quickly see how it starts to go. And so like, I think our smallest one might've been like a thousand or $1,200 or something. And that went pretty quickly with that, all that extra money that we were bringing in. And there is nothing better than realizing like, whoa, we just paid off one. Like mm-hmm. we can totally do more. Yeah. Um, and so some people may have the idea of like, well, you should pay off the one that has the highest interest or those kind of things. And the reason why Dave Ramsey has you just this way instead is because you get momentum then. Yeah. Um, so then what you do after that is you take that payment that you're making, the minimum payment plus the extra, and you add it to the next one to the minimum payment of that one so you can see how quickly you are then like doubling or whatever the amount might be of the next one so then we did that um so we just continued to do that we even had a little chart in our bathroom yeah we had when we got out of the shower because we wanted a daily reminder where we had each debt listed and then the amount that was on it and then we would color in (laughs) each time we would pay off more of it and then it Mm, and then like completely cross it out when we were done um paying off and talk about motivation we got it ever i mean you know for you leaving and getting up super early to go to the greens and then i'm you know i've fed the kids breakfast and i'm trying to jump in the shower and like get out and see that i'm like this is the reason we are doing this right now there's a reason for this um definitely so i highly recommend if you can put something visual that is and it'd be great too mm-hmm. if you have older kids our kids were younger at that time but if you have older kids like that's really cool for them to see that yeah. too and, and see the momentum in it an important thing once we paid it off what did we do like we got rid of that thing. Yes. So that um, everyone has different views on having credit cards or not. But we literally, for us, the temptation was too great. Even when we got the credit card down to zero. And so yeah. we called the credit card company and shut the credit card down and cut up our credit cards and got rid of them yeah. each after each one was paid off. And in yeah, fact, we actually us. took the credit so. cards in the process. We actually took all credit cards and like put them away in some place mm. that was really hard to even get to so that we didn't weren't even tempted if we were at like a store to be like, yeah. oh, I don't have this. So I'm just going to I'm going to get this extra mm. thing and I'll just put it on credit card um, again 
we made sure to stop doing that. Yep. Um, so some other things that were super important um, during this time, because again, you have extra income, but the temptation usually when you get extra income is to spend it. And so we made some hard and fast rules for our family. And yep. that was, we didn't eat out anymore. Yeah, we didn't go out. We didn't go out unless we got mm-hmm. the pizza when we celebrated. That yep. was our like one thing. Mm-hmm. We really didn't go to movies and events anymore. We just did movies and stuff at home. Yeah. Um, any kind of extra spending yeah. like that. We didn't go on vacation. No. Um, we didn't do those kinds of things. No, I mean, we would try to, again, with all this stuff, we try to get creative, you know. So if, va- if vacation wasn't on the table and going somewhere, then we would try to create an experience at home. Mm-hmm. Or go on long yeah. hikes that were free yeah. or things just, like yeah, that. Like there's still things. stuff you can yep. do. Um, you know, this is probably actually the time I didn't cook that much. I mean, I did, but kind of bare bones. This is the time where I got into cooking more and really like, and our family started to really enjoy cooking at home and food and then starting to pay attention to what we ate and things like that. So like, this was also a time that that really kind of came to the front and it's Mm -hmm. continued to be a thing. Um, And we stopped all extra spending. I mean, like anything that we saw, for instance, if I, you know, was, if we were buying a certain amount of new clothes each month, like, was that really necessary? Did we really need that? Now, Sure, there are times, especially with having kids, that they grow out of things, they need new shoes, that kind of stuff. And that was kind of like a um, a double check with both of us. Is this something they really need? Mm-hmm. Do they really need this? Um, and if that was the case, then we would try to get the cheapest version of that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so could we get it used? Yeah. Could is there anybody that we know that has yeah, hand me downs? I was gonna say that um, was really key. Is that kind of thing reaching like, out to others? And then if an all at the last option was to go and buy it, is what's what's the co- most cost effective way to get new shoes for them instead of maybe we didn't buy the brand name, we bought the non brand name, you know, and yeah, that kind of stuff. Definitely, it really didn't matter. Like, <laughs> no, they didn't because they grow out of them so fast. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and so that was some decisions we had to start making. And then we still hold this rule. We made a, if we felt like we really did need it, we would wait 48 hours yeah. to buy it. Yeah, that's really true. If we, so there is something about like, you know, in the moment you get that buyer's name, like, oh, I need this. I, I really need this. Mm-hmm. And often after you've waited 48 hours, sometimes you're like, actually. I don't even remember I needed that thing. I don't think I needed it. Yeah. Now, again, that. If kids need shoes, they need shoes. Like right. that, I do understand that. Right. But um, there are necessity. There are things. some other things that we felt sure. like, oh, this is a necessity. We need this for our house or something like that, and then realized, oh, we don't really need this right now. Yeah. It's more important to pay off our debt. Definitely. We still hold that forty-eight hour rule, and it actually comes in handy still. To this oh day. yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So so we so we got rid of all that stuff, but then there was one ginormous things still yeah. left Ooh. so i mean just so you know like our our debt that we had yep. was credit cards yeah um some of the credit cards were both personal and some of those credit cards we had used to buy stuff to start our businesses as yep. well mm-hmm. they actually weren't business credit cards we had done that on our personal stuff that's a whole nother thing that we didn't yeah. understand um and then we had car loans still mm-hmm. we had some we had not paid off our car that we had bought um, we'd just been making minimum payments on it. And then I also had to take out school loans to go to university. And, and so, our mortgage. And our mortgage. And we had our mortgage. So yeah, the mortgage right. again though, we we didn't touch that. Yeah, that wasn't part um of because that was that was unique. So that just stayed. Um that is part of the steps of the baby steps. You do eventually tackle your mortgage, but mm-hmm. that is not part of this debt snowball thing at first. Yeah. Um and so we paid those we paid them all off. The last one though was the school loan because it was the biggest chunk. 
Um, and we did finally get to the place where we paid the school loan off and I got to make that phone call and make the last payment because yeah. you have to kind of do a, yeah, you have to Formal close it. Close, yeah. And sometimes you have to pay, which doesn't make sense, but you have to pay extra interest if you're paying it off, off ahead of time. Yeah. Don't let that scare you. It still does not equal out the amount of, if you had waited and kept in what you would pay in interest over time we did have several people say to us like why would you pay off your school loan it's a tax write-off and like if you ask any accountant and we sat down with our accountant and said this is what we want to do doesn't make a difference and she said in the long run you will be saving so much more money if you pay off the school loan than what you will save in the tax exactly tax deductions and that could all and the thing is too those tax deductions could change as government laws change you know wherever you may be as laws change and things like that as tax things change. So um, so even the lady when I called, and this will happen to you, when you call credit card companies, you call the places oh, that you're paying off keep... your debt, they will try to keep you into that debt and they are yeah. good at it. Mm-hmm. Like, what if we gave you 0%? What if we gave you these well, rewards? Well, let me transfer you to this person. Let yeah. Me tra- oh, yeah, the one... Like, I think one credit card I got transferred to five different people. Okay, well, let me just transfer you one more time. And this person would get on and they would do the same spiel again. And I was like, no, I want to close this credit card. Um, They know what they're doing. They're in the business of that. And so that's just something to keep in mind. Um, If you need motivation, uh, Dave Ramsey now, like I used to listen to his radio thing because podcasts weren't around, (laughs) I think, or they were just, they were, but they were just starting. And I'm not sure if his was a podcast yet, but um dave ramsey does have a podcast that you can listen to and and now there's multiple spokes of like rachel cruz and some other people that do it too um out of that but with that there was a nothing better than to listen to people call in and say Mm. how much debt they had paid off because you know here we were with 60 grand in debt and some people were calling and say they paid off five hundred thousand. yeah and to hear their stories and hear how they felt and stuff that was so motivating for us to be like it's possible it's possible it's possible yeah exactly we might be taking longer we might be taking shorter whatever it is but it is possible um and we did pay it all off in six months i haven't i still have no clue how we did that (laughs) well i mean I know how we did it, but it was extremely difficult. Yes. And it definitely, definitely took, uh, yeah, it was just, a, it was a season that had lots of ups and downs, but I'm so thankful we did it. I'm and some so of you may thankful. be thinking like, I don't even make that amount of money in a year. And that was us too. I think at the time, both of our businesses weren't, well, maybe mm, yeah. my, our, our salary Combined, did not maybe. equal that amount. And then we had obviously our current living expenses too. And so mm. when you start stepping into it, things start, I mean, that sounds so woohoo and you know, all that kind of stuff. But like when we started stepping in, I think opportunities started coming to us of, you know, like whether Pat might get a freelance design project and it was like, a lot bigger than we thought it would normally we would have been so excited and we would have taken all that money and done something with it we realized nope all that extra money needs to be put to the debt and mm-hmm. so like that's how it just started mm-hmm. you get in it and then you're so well determined. especially i mean especially once you see like one one of those things start to it, it's gone mm-hmm. and then another one and it's just you get so energized by getting rid of the next one and then the yes. next one and and yeah it was yeah, as you build it and you and you start knocking those things down, it just it's good. it gets kind of like addictive in a sense. Like, yeah, uh, what else can I do? What else can I? How can I do this? Can we sell that? Can we? You know, I'm yeah, oh, just, selling things is a huge thing too. And yeah. and something that you will find is as you step into some of those things, you're like, I uh, I maybe don't love this. So for me, for some of the photography stuff that I started to step in, I was like, uh, 
not my favorite, but I'm going to do it because it's bringing extra money. It actually brought an opportunity for me to get a huge contract yeah, with a famous sports star that like that was a big chunk of this too. Like that could mm-hmm. have never come about if I had not stepped into this thing. Um, and again, that still was not my favorite. I'll be honest. While it brought in money, it still yeah. was not my favorite thing to do. And it was extremely stressful. But yeah. I knew this is only going to be for a season. And when I got that contract, that was huge to be able to have that as part of this income as well. And then again, even though I had it, it was not like, yay, let's go on vacation with it. It was, right. nope, this is going to the debt because mm-hmm. we could then go on vacation. And the idea, and Dave Ramsey says this all the time, is to live like no one else now so that you can live like no one else later or, or that kind of thing. That's not the right phrase. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. It's, um, uh, I, but I think that is the, I think that is the general idea is yeah. like what you're doing now and for this season will be so that you, Oh, mm. sorry. Live like no one else now. So you can give like no one else later. Thank yeah, you. I think you that's go. it. I thought of it. Um, and that's our, that was our motivation. So mm-hmm. like, you've got to figure out what your motivation is. Like for us, it was to be able to give in ways that we've never been able to do before mm-hmm. for you. It may be, you know, another part of us too is to set up our, 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 our family and those kind of things. It may be to, you know, you may have a dream of going on some holiday or I don't know, going to Italy or something like that. Um, and that always kind of, Italy, isn't it? I know it is for our family at least. <laughs> um, but like those kind of things, what is your motivation and your core drive in that? Um, and, and that will help you get through because it gets hard. It does get hard, but it's so worth it. It's so, so worth it. And there is a freedom in it. Like to, to realize I don't have any debt. It just... Just to not have that weight is mm-hmm. so incredible. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's just, it's amazing. And we could not be sitting here in London, living in London, doing Doing what we're doing right now if we hadn't taken these steps. We, again, like Pat said earlier, London was not on the radar when we started this process. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, it, once we were in the process, it kept opening up more and more opportunities of things Mm -hmm. that, you know, we couldn't even do if we were in debt. Yeah. If we didn't have that debt, there would have been no way we would have been able to do it. Absolutely none. So we would love, we are not complete experts. We're just sharing our story, but we can point you to resources. Um, So if you have more questions on it, um, we would love to, you know, give you, I don't know, I don't want to say advice, but point you to some directions maybe of things that are helpful. Yeah. I mean, if if this is something that is stirring in you and that you're excited about, like, if there's any way we can help you step into this, yeah, we would love to. And, And if you even have like, ways that you have been able to 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 get rid of debt and things like that we'd love to hear from you as well like you know what's worked for you and all that kind of stuff or even other options for people um to make a little bit of extra money on the side kind of thing it's Mm -hmm. just yeah it's always good to hear and know so the biggest thing is no matter if it's a thousand dollars in debt or if you're half a million dollars in debt whichever thing and wherever it is is it may seem impossible, but you just have to start. Like it is possible to be out of it. Don't let people tell you it's just the normal thing of life because it's not. Um, and it comes with so many freedoms on the other side of it. And so we just hope you hear that encouragement. Um, we wanted to share our story openly to just share with you. Like it is possible um, and it does enable you to live differently um, than others on the other side of it and to be able to give and do, you know, what you want with that money, um, in a different way. So it's possible. We encourage you to just start and go for it. And we are here cheering you on. Mm -hmm.
Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.